If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We weren't planning to uh, uh, do this segment, but uh, there was an announcement uh, just well, a couple of hours ago, uh, or a post by Premier Danielle Smith of Alberta. Uh, she posted something on X, formerly Twitter, um, in regards uh, to uh, a new pronoun disclosure policy for schools uh, in Alberta. There's also uh, uh, comments about uh, other restrictions, including transgender treatment and sports. Take a listen to Alberta Premier Danielle Smith uh, and her comments uh, today on X about what is coming to Alberta. When it comes to classroom instruction on subject matter involving gender identity, sexual orientation, or human sexuality, we will be requiring parental notification and an opt-in requirement for each instance a teacher intends to give formal instruction on these subjects. Furthermore, all third-party resource materials or presentations related to gender identity, sexual orientation, or human sexuality in our K-12 school system will need to be pre-approved by the Ministry of Education to ensure the materials are age-appropriate. For a minor, age 15 and under, the government will require parental notification and consent for a school to alter the name or pronouns of a child. For 16- and 17-year-olds who choose to alter their name or pronouns, parents do not need to give consent, but they must be notified. We know that nearly all parents, even those who may disagree with the decision of their children, will love and care for their children no matter what choices they make. However, in the handful of rare situations where one or both of the parents reject or become abusive to a child who identifies as transgender, we have child protection laws that will be strictly enforced. Matt, that's a lot to announce, and I'm sure uh, it'll ignite debate in Alberta, as it did in Saskatchewan and New Brunswick. They've brought in uh, similar changes, but didn't go as far as Alberta uh, has announced today. We're joined now by uh, contributor Jerry Mayor Judson. First of all, just overall from what you've heard, and I I didn't understand why they put music underneath that comment today, but they decided to do that in Alberta. But uh, uh, tell me, Jerry, uh, your thoughts, first and foremost, on just the overarching conversation and and what the the Premier said today. I love the calming classical guitar in the background. (laughs) It's so ridiculous when she's delivering just these knockout punches to a bunch of people's rights. So I don't love it. Obviously, I like the one tiny, tiny bit in that seven minute video where she did say, well, we are going to get more maybe experts for uh, gender affirming health care in Alberta. I think that's good. I think that because the current uh, thing now is Quebec really kind of leading the way. Just gen- even people from British Columbia go to Quebec for so, gender affirming surgeries. So, yeah. So if you're going to get a surgery, if you if there, if you do require transgender surgeries, mm-hmm. this procedures are performed in Quebec. That's yes. where most people go. And, yes. and, and the premier said they're going to work hard to attract more specialists to Alberta. So the that's surgeries good. can take place in the province. That's the one. That's good. good. But let's talk about <laughs> the, the core issues here. 
so Alberta parents will need to give permission before a student age 15 and under mm-hmm. can use a name or pronoun at school other than what they were given at birth. Uh, the, the, the Premier also said those that are 16 or 17 won't require permission at schools, but you'll still need to let their parents know first. So uh, what is wrong with that? I think that she and she tries to address this, the odd situation where a parent is not supportive mm-hmm. and where, you know, if they if if their child is being themselves at school and the parent would disagree with that and then the notice goes back to mom or dad and then that child might be in a precarious situation whether that is you know they might get kicked out they might say you can't live with us anymore you're not my child anymore what have you mm-hmm. i think that that might be a touch more traumatic than May, I don't know, than having to stop hormone therapy at some point. I don't know. So just, I don't like that. I think that the child should be safe to be themselves at school. I think that if that's the one place where they feel like they can be themselves, then it seems like the government is sort of taking that away. And I talked to actually one of my friends in Alberta, she's an elementary teacher, mm-hmm. and she said that there is uh, quite an intense reporting system, specifically in the Alberta education system, where a lo- it's, it's easy to make a complaint against a teacher. So say if a teacher is using a child's pronouns that maybe they didn't get parental consent to use, but the teacher is doing this out of respect, someone wrong gets wind of it, someone's parent gets wind of it, that mm-hmm. teacher can then be reported, investigated, and then resources are kind of lost that way. Where do parental rights start or end, I guess. I'm not sure how to phrase this, but, yeah. but I mean, as a parent, I still, and I get where you're coming from, I would still want to know. Then maybe maybe you're a parent that would make your child feel safe to do so. And that sounds, that's good. I think the decision. I would, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's there. I mean, it's just, it's, it's an, it, lots of, lots of parents, most parents love their kid no matter what. Yeah. But it is the situations where that love is conditional, where I get worried that they would be notified. And I don't, I'm not a parent and I don't know where parental rights should start and end with in terms of a child's self-expression at school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that I don't have an answer to. So do you think to protect those minority of kids that are going to be very in, in a very hostile situation that we need to be, we shouldn't be doing this to, to protect the minority of kids who may have parents who are very hostile to it, may be dangerous for them, and, and in many cases, you know, can lead to suicide as well, right? That's that what is I think. more important than dealing with the other 95, 97, whatever it may be, yeah. percent of parents who say, we love you, we accept you, and we're going to get this through this together, and, and we're going to take care of you. To me, yes, absolutely. I think if it saves one kid, I think that's perfect. I think that that, but again, I'm not a parent, and I don't know what that's like. I don't know what it's like to not know what my kid isn't, what my kid is up to at school. I don't know what it's like to not know my child. So I think my advice would be, well, have an environment at home where your child feels like they can be themselves. I mm-hmm. think that's great. And I think that, you know, if you're doing that, you're very much on the right track. What I'd also kind of like to talk about is that Premier Smith's rhetoric of saying decision and choice a lot, I didn't like that, saying that, you know, your child's self-expression, their gender identity is somehow something they are choosing to do or that they might be confused about. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, I don't know, as sure as she was about her gender identity is as sure as a transgender child is sure about their identity, I think. Now, partially, uh, the other policy announced today was that the the Premier included banning all children under 17 from having top and bottom surgery, though bottom surgery is already limited to adults and banning children 15 and under from taking puberty blockers and hormone therapy 
unless such therapy has already started. That's what I'm reading here in front mm-hmm. of me. But teens age 16, 17 can start hormone therapy as long as they have permission from their parents, a physician, and a psychologist. That's the other thing that was announced. Mm-hmm. The other thing I found interesting is that the new policy also forbids transgender women from competing in women's sports leagues. Smith said the government will work with leagues to set up a co-ed or gender or general neutral divisions for sports. What do you take? What do you make of that? So, um, okay, this transgender athlete thing is to me a Trojan horse for something we call trans misogyny. Whereas we say transphobia is a general sentiment against trans people, but specifically trans misogyny is a sentiment against trans women specifically. We see a lot of this. It was in the bathroom discourse and now it's in the sports discourse. I don't understand why. Um, but when we're talking about transgender athletes, Transgender men are as equally as represented in athletics as transgender women, but we don't hear a peep about them because we don't see them as men. I think we don't see them as any stronger or any better than their, you know, their fellow men Mm -hmm. who are competing in athletics. But I, I I don't believe this in any way, but you could say that a transgender man is a better is better suited for elite powerlifting because lower center of gravity, more stable hips, bigger leg muscles, all of this stuff. But they say in every single sport ever that a transgender, a young transgender lady would would have an unfair heavy quotes advantage. So I think it's just another way to uh, enact trans misogyny. Give us a call on the open line. I, I think there's going to be a lot more support for what uh, the premier uh, is planning to do, uh, whether you agree with the politics or not. Uh, I think there is a a good group, a huge bunch of people out there, parents especially, that want to know what's happening in school. Uh, I, you know, I think the whole, uh, you know, the, the the transgender women competing in women's sports. Are there cases? Yes, there are. But 99.9% of the case is not going to impact anybody's kid. It's just not. I mean, there's a lot made of it, and I, and I, I get where that's coming from, but it's such a small minority within a minority. Oh, yeah. But that's the issue of whether or not, uh, you know, uh, students uh, need permission from parents in regards to changing of names or pronouns if you're 15 or under, and even though 16 or 17 uh, won't need permission, but schools will need to let their parents know first. It's very interesting.